Backloggers, welcome to another bite-sized episode of the Backlog Breakdown. Now, wait, wait, wait. A bite-sized episode? We, we just had a bite-sized episode last week. What, what, where's our full episode? Well, um, unfortunately, we're, we're switching it up a little bit this week. And uh, it's, it's because we have a very special guest. We will be calling someone really special through the interwebs. And uh, we'll, have a, we'll have a nice episode next time for that. But the timing just didn't work out to where we could do another full episode. But we are super excited for who it is that we will be talking to and that episode that we'll be releasing next week if you're listening to this when it comes out. Um, so anyways, bite-sized, here we are, um, Salty Tears. I know that's a, that's a weird title, but it's because I'm going to do a tier list just for fun. Um, I was watching just some YouTube this past week, and it gave me the idea of... Uh, sharing my uh, opinion, making a little tier list of some classic video games. Uh, yeah, so I totally just stole this idea from a YouTuber. Um, so props to him. Uh, he goes by Zygor on YouTube. He makes some pretty good review videos. And anyways, um, it, what we're going to be looking at today are the classic Final Fantasy games, at least the ones that I've played. So we're going to be looking at Final Fantasy 1 through 10, not going to be looking at any side games, spin-offs, sequels, anything like that. Just one through ten. And I've actually played all these games. I haven't finished them all, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but I have actually played all of these, and I've played none <laughs> of the numbered titles after these. So it just so happens... Um, in my mind, these are the these are the classics, right? Because then eleven gets off into MMO and just yeah, it loses me there. I guess you could say twelve is kind of a classic as well. Uh, who knows what you'd call thirteen? Doesn't matter. We're talking about one through ten today here. Um, so I'm going to pull up my little tier list um, so we can take a look at where I've placed these and 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 why I've placed them where I have. Now to start with, if you've never seen um, a tier list, I'm basically just going to give these some letter grades. The letter grades here are going to go from S tier, that's the absolute best of the Final Fantasies, um, S, and then you've got A, B, C, and D tier, which is just, yeah, don't play this game. Um, so starting off at the beginning, right? That's where we usually start is the beginning. Um, we'll start with Final Fantasy One, And this is, in my mind, this is a classic. I love this game. This was where I started with the Final Fantasy series. That's right, on the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, I don't know how we got a copy of this. Well, I, I do. It was given to us, gifted to us, because it wasn't sold at a garage sale that my mom's friend had she couldn't get rid of it and so they just gave it to us along with um i think we had the map poster no maybe we didn't maybe we lost it but we did have the booklet which had like a strategy guide for the few first few hours it was pretty cool um but yeah i remember finishing this one as a kid it just absolutely loving this game now has it aged well eh, not really frankly there are um it, well, it's just so simple that it's difficult to really recommend it today outside of just knowing the classic kind of tropes that this series was made for. 
Um, you know, there's the famous, and, and I don't know how true it is, but the famous rumor, this was called Final Fantasy because it was going to be the final game that Square could put out. And and I do think there is some legitimacy to the fact that Square was not doing very well as a company until this game came out, and then um, it really hit hard. But, I mean, how much do you have to dump into a, a game of this size for the for the time? I don't know. I don't know all that stuff. I just know that I really enjoy this game while at the same time acknowledging that it is largely due to nostalgia. So, I'm going to put this in the in the in the middle. Okay? If we've got S through D tier, I'm going to put this in B tier because I still love this game, but I recognize it's not a great game. So, B tier, Final Fantasy 1. Okay, moving on to Final Fantasy 2. Now, this is a game that I I emulated when I was younger. Did not get very far in it. Um, if you know anything about this game, it, it took the Final Fantasy formula. It, it tried to make a better story. It actually tried to create some characters in the story, not just for kind of nameless, faceless uh, warriors of light that you create. Not not for avatars, but for characters. And they and um and even though your main party was and actually, I think it was three. Now that, now that you think about it, three, and then there was one more slot for a rotating character. And those were kind of the more of the story-driven characters in there. But again, I didn't get too far into the game because I recognized what they were trying to do in the systems that they implemented, which were different than the first Final Fantasy. It was still the same battle, still the same combat, but the way that you leveled up certain stats was basically by using them more. And so the quickest way to get more HP is to actually attack your own characters so they get hit more. Um, And so I respect what this game was trying to do, especially so early on in the series. If you have a hit in Final Fantasy 1 and then you take a left turn like this... um, I, I I really respect it for what it was trying to do. However, I don't actually enjoy it. And so, um, frankly, I probably would have put this in the D tier at the absolute bottom because I don't really like this game, except that I, I do respect it. I do think it is admirable that they tried something new right out of the gate and, and just went for it. So um, I don't think this is a terrible game but I also don't think it's a good game, so I'm going to put it in the C tier, so kind of lower, towards the lower end of the, of, the, of the barrel here. So moving right along, we have Final Fantasy III, another one that didn't come to America uh, at release. It took quite a while before it came over here. Another one that I emulated back in you know my high school days, or maybe it was uh, middle school. I don't quite remember. This game I loved because it went back to Final Fantasy 1. It went. It, it took what 2 tried to do and was kind of like, yeah, no, we're going to stick with, with, with Final Fantasy 1. But it added the job system, okay? And, and you can say, hey, the, the story wasn't that great. The characters were still just avatars. Okay, but they were so much more customizable because of this job system that was added in here. And I, I love this game. Um, I've, I've, I haven't played it since then. I've tried playing the, the remake. I own it on DS, but I never finished that one. And frankly, I, I never actually finished the original either when I emulated it because of the final boss. I think I've said it before. Um, but it is, um, visually questionable and I didn't want that on the screen long enough to actually play through that final boss and have my parents walk in and see that on the screen. So, um, I just decided, you know what? 
I've done pretty much everything there is to do in this game. I've gotten to the final boss. I'm okay with setting it down, but I really enjoyed it. So this one actually... I'm going to put in the A tier. I think this is a fantastic Final Fantasy game because of its systems. Um, because it adds, uh, uh, what are they called in this game? It's not espers, right? But it adds summons because of all the different jobs that it adds in here. I think I think it's great. And again, with it being so early in the series, in, uh, in the ideas that it implemented, and what I think implemented very, very well, I think this is a fantastic entry into the Final Fantasy series. So. A tier for Final Fantasy 3. Okay, so now we're moving on to Final Fantasy 4. And this one is another really good Final Fantasy game. Okay? Unfortunately, I played this game well after its release. I played it on Vita on the on the uh, complete collection that it has. Um, so it has some less than stellar, um, you know, changing of the pixel artwork. I like the the originals in in some ways quite a lot more. Um, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. Um, so Final Fantasy IV, I really enjoy the themes of this game. Um, they really tried to focus on the story for this game as well, which unfortunately I think buckles under its weight because of some of the repeated tropes that it uses of characters sacrificing themselves, which in and of themselves would have been great, except that halfway through the game, three characters have already done it and two have already come back to life. You know, some, something along those lines. And because they repeated it, it really lost its luster for me playing it. If I played it at release, perhaps I would have. Um, it would have hit harder, but it really didn't. It felt like it was kind of rehashing itself multiple times throughout the game. And then the, the end of the story kind of became a convoluted mess to me. Of, of some of the stuff that you do. And I'll just spoil it because this game is old anyway, Final Fantasy IV or Final Fantasy II when it's Super Nintendo release of going to the moon and, and finding the, the, the moon and nights. I don't remember what they were called. And, and you know, the mind control with this, the, the bad guy was in the moon the whole time. And it, it, yeah, it... I really like what this game is trying to do. I really like the themes of redemption that you have with Cecil. Um, and, and so there are things about this game. Oh, and of course, active time battle system, man, that this, this continues on through the series for quite a while. So I do think this game is really good at some of the things that it does, but I don't think, uh, I think it has some, some glaring flaws that hold it back from its potential. And, uh, but I do still really expect, really respect it, excuse me. Um, but I love Final Fantasy three also. So coming off of three, going into four, trying to take that mindset. Um, I, I do think this is a really good game. And so I'm going to place it alongside three in the A tier. Um, but it's just not, it doesn't, it didn't capture me the same way that that three did. It's not one of my, it's definitely on the higher end of the series, but it's not my favorite. Uh, okay, so moving on to Final Fantasy V. This is another one. This one feels like a sequel to three <laughs> to me, except for Super Nintendo. So better graphics, but you have its focus is on the job system. The main character's name is Butts too, so that's fun. Uh, well, depending on your translation, Bart's or Bots or I don't I don't remember, but Butts is kind of funny. You have a character named Butts. It's funny. Um, and he sits on a chocobo, and you have your little chocobo with you. But uh, I don't remember the story, but the things that stick out to me about Final Fantasy V, and I didn't finish this one either, um, are the job system and all the freaking jobs that are in it. 
fantastic. Wow, I love it. Um, and the music, the music, the battle on the big bridge, I believe is from Final Fantasy V and oh, so good. So I do really like this game. Um, like I said, didn't finish it though for one reason or another. I should probably go back to it and finish it. Um, I believe I played it on emulation, but then later we had it in a Final Fantasy compilation on PlayStation, but th- those are really hard to play because of the lag, or not the lag, but but the loading times and stuff like that, that's really annoying. Um, anyways, I should go back and play it because I really enjoyed it. Um, but I don't really remember much about it outside of its systems and its music. So I'm going to put this in the middle. I'm going to put it in the B tier alongside Final Fantasy One, um, because while I do enjoy it, I also there's nothing like that really stands out. It's just like, oh yeah, that, that was a good game. It was a good game. I should probably go back to it. Okay. Now the one, uh, we've talked about this before, right? If you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I adore Final Fantasy VI for so many different reasons, okay? I'll just go right to it, S tier. It's an S tier Final Fantasy. This is my favorite out of all of them. Final Fantasy VI, I think it is a fantastic story. I think it has um, subtlety. It, it The sprites are so expressive, even in the original English uh, version. Um, now, granted, I did play it on Super Nintendo. I was younger. Um, if I were to play through it again today, it may not hit as hard as it did, but it tackles some big themes. Um, there are some really... Uh, terrible stuff you know the the arcs that the characters go through the emotional arcs that they go through uh, even the bad guy uh, kefka is his arc is fantastic from a total joke to like ruler of the world um the destroyer the tormentor um and and there's a cult built around like it's yeah it's it's just crazy Yes, it's it's not a perfect game. There are um, some flaws. There are some underdeveloped characters, some characters that I don't like. Okay, you have a cast of like 16 characters. But by and large, most of them are like fantastic stories. And I love these characters. Um, battle system is good as well. Yeah, you can say that you can turn all the characters into very similar versions of themselves. They all do still have special attacks, which differentiates them. Um, whatever the the limit break whatever i don't remember what it's called i i hardly remember ever even accessing any of those (laughs) so sure it's not you can poke holes in this game but i think it's amazing i think it's fantastic i think it's one of the best video games ever made and for those reasons it goes in the s tier Okay, uh, coming up next is Final Fantasy VII. Everyone loves this one, um, except for Nate, of course, does not like this game. I've only played the first disc, and it never hooked me. I wanted it to to hook me, to pull me in, like it seemed to do with all my friends, and it never did. Um, the Lego characters were hard to get used to. Um, the And here's what it is, where I feel like there was subtlety in Final Fantasy VI. I feel like Seven was so over the top in everything it tried to do. So while I, you know, was an emo kid, um, I think Cloud's like sulking and aloofness was over the top. I think Sephiroth's like appeal to the shonen, you know, long haired kind of boyish charm, not boyish charm, excuse me, but the way that he was supposed to be super dark and he had the super long sword. And well, I guess Cloud did the same thing. It just, I thought it was way over the top. And then also like the cursing in the game, I felt was the same way. Uh, of course, I was a lot younger, so, you know, it probably wouldn't phase me now, but but I remember Barrett was uh, a token character. I'll put it that way. and. 
nothing about it hooked me. And so I don't know all of the story. I know the story like, and I've heard it explained to me. I know a lot of people latch on to it because it is apparently a story about death and coping with death, but it seemed so convoluted in the explanations that I've gotten that I, I don't know. I don't know. It is one that I'm willing to go back to. So uh, patrons, if you're listening, if you want to recommend that I play this game, that we play this game, I would be open to it to try and get some sort of objectivity. But as it stands right now, meh, I don't really like this game. It's not garbage, okay? I'm not going to put it in D tier, but I'm going to put it alongside Final Fantasy II in the C tier because there was nothing about it that that hooked me. The material system, meh, it was okay. I, I just, I never connected with anything that happened in the game, and I didn't finish it. And I don't see myself going back to it unless maybe I've got some friends that are going to go through it with me that we can talk about it. You know, maybe a book club game or something like that. Uh, so, sorry, Final Fantasy VII gets the C tier for me. Um, so Final Fantasy VIII, oh boy. Uh, I've talked about this one multiple times. Um, I did like Triple Triad. Triple Triad is fantastic. Just about everything else in this game. Um, no, I'm sorry. The battle system, while like Final Fantasy II, they tried something radically different and you can exploit it, but the bad guys level with you and so there's almost no point to fighting um well to gaining levels excuse me the, the point to fighting is to drawing stuff and then it just becomes if you want to min max if you want to play the optimum way then this game gets really boring and easy and you sit there and and draw instead of fight and it just sorry yeah it, it was a swing and a big miss so while i can respect that it was trying something different with the battle system i think it was a big failure um, on top of that, they tried to tell a love story, but a love story with a, an absolute like brick of a main character. He is so annoying. And again, as a as an emo, as an elder emo, um, you would think that I would connect with him. No, no, no. He's terrible. He's ter- all almost all of the characters in this game. I feel like are te- are terrible. At least all the dudes that I can think of. Maybe Irving was okay. I honestly don't remember him. I just remember how he looks. But and then where the story goes, how all these characters, oh, they actually all grew up together. They just forgot. They had magical amnesia. Like, what a freaking cop out. Like, ah. I'm sorry. This game, and I did finish it, and I remember finishing the game having put 87 hours into it and just going, that was bad. Like that was actually terrible. Like I'm, I'm sad that I spent that much time with this game. And this was even when I was younger, high school aged, I recognized that this, this was really bad. So sorry. Is it like all bad? No, triple triad is good, but this is getting the D tier. I really don't like this game. And to me, it's the bottom of the barrel of the classic final fantasies. So final fantasy eight gets the D tier. Okay, almost done here. Um, Final Fantasy IX. Now, I've had a hard time with this. Our last uh, full episode, we talked about this for quite a while. I really like this game. Coming back to this game, I like it even more than I did when I was in high school. So I, I, yeah, dare I say it, I love Final Fantasy IX. 
It's not as good as Final Fantasy VI. I think it has more flaws than Final Fantasy VI does. Um, but I really respect what it did, what it was trying to do. I think it did well. But like I said in that episode, there are some things that stick out to me that, um, that were not great. By and large, the game is a great game. But there are things in it, the, the card game, not that good. There are some throwaway characters or not so great characters. While there are fantastic characters, Kina and Amaranth are kind of meh. If you cut them out of the game, still the same game. Um, so because of those things, sorry, I, I, I don't want to put it in S tier. And if there was some place between S and A that I could put it in, then I would. But right now, this gets the absolute top. It's bumping up at the top of the A tier. If it could cross over into S, if there was a way. But right now, this one's getting A tier along with Final Fantasy 3 and 4 in my mind. So then lastly, Final Fantasy X. Um, unfortunately, here we end with a bit of a whimper <laughs> instead of riding off into the sunset. For me, there, there are things to like about this game. I enjoyed it. I had fun with the game. Um, and frankly, I did not play the game the way that it intended you to play it. There were lots of side stories that I did not continue. Um, and I found this out after the fact, that if you want to know about the characters in your party, then you can go off and do their side quests, and then it'll tell you more about them. I didn't do that. And so I felt like there were this band of characters that while they did face um, questions and they faced things together, they were never really answered and I never really got to know them. And I, I, I just didn't really care <laughs> that much. She's wearing a dress made out of belts. This is weird. Um, it, it just, it, it didn't hit me the way that I was hoping that it would. The overall story, um, while I see what it was going for, trying to tell this tale about, um, you know, the, the relationship of a boy and his father, oh man, it got so convoluted. And while I think I understand the story and the way that it uses, it, the way that it melds dreams and reality, ugh, which is weird in and of itself, um, it was it was way too out there for me to really connect with it, and I just I don't like Titus. I know it's Titus, Titus. What Titus is the official pronunciation, so I like to call him Titus just to get under people's skin. Uh, I I didn't like Titus, and I, I I get the rebuttal. Well, he wasn't the main character, even though he was the main character that you played as. Sorry, I mean that's an interesting um, take. It's an interesting way of looking at the game, and I've heard the same thing about Final Fantasy XII, and I recognize that that was because of internal stuff that you weren't actually he wasn't actually supposed to be the main character. But with this game, yeah, okay, Titus isn't supposed to be the main character. That's why he's insufferable the entire game. Okay, you can make that argument, but I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I didn't like him. So while um, I do think combat was pretty cool, I think changing out your um, your different characters in battle had some some pretty cool elements to it. I thought that um, it made for the possibility of some cool battles, even if I don't think it fully took advantage of it. I think there was some potential there that could have been brought out that that wasn't necessarily. Um, I did like the sphere grid 
system. I thought it was a nice little change of pace. I wouldn't want every Final Fantasy to be like that, but but I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so to me, Final Fantasy X is a middle-of-the-road Final Fantasy game. Um, so I'm putting it in B tier alongside Final Fantasy 1 and 5. And if I'm honest, it would be the lowest out of those. Um, yeah, in the B tier. So uh, recap, S tier, Final Fantasy 6. A tier, we've got Final Fantasy 9, 3, and 4. B tier, we've got 1, 5, and 10. C tier, we've got 2 and 7. And then D tier, we've got Final Fantasy 8. As I look at this list, um, and I, as I think about Final Fantasy, you know, Final Fantasy is supposed to be one of those series where uh, it's really synonymous with video games, right? It's one of the the top tier, <laughs> for lack of a better word, series, video game series that there are. Um, I'm looking at this and I'm seeing... For me personally, yes, the list does slightly win over on the high end. We're looking towards the the top half. There are more games in the top half than the bottom half. But honestly, it's not by much, <laughs> which is which is kind of funny. It's kind of surprising because I, I thought I liked Final Fantasy. Um, but it is better. It is more good than bad. I'll put it that way. Um, and this is just for classic Final Fantasies, but... Um, but there you are. You know, we've been talking about Final Fantasy IX. We've been talking about Square and Square Enix as a company. And I wanted to take a look just at some of its classic games and, and reminisce a little bit. So this has been my thoughts, my totally subjective thoughts on the original Final Fantasy, the first 10 games. Um, if you have other thoughts, feel free to reach out. If you want to challenge me on any of these you know, talk about it a little bit more. Hey, I'm open to it. Um, but this is where I stand on these games. Hopefully you've enjoyed me rambling about them. And till next time, loggers, keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.